I'm asking you to eat more, but eat the right foods. Hi, I'm Maria, otherwise known as the Fit Foodie. I'm a chef, holistic nutritionist, author, inventor, and mom. And I want to welcome you to my podcast. It's called Recipes for Your Best Life. And with every episode, I'm peeling back the onion on fitness, nutrition, health, wellness, and family. The truth is, you're the chef of your life. And for every important pillar, there's a great recipe worth sharing. So every week, we'll explore them together. Think of it as food for thought that you can really sink your teeth into. So join me, and let's squeeze the joy out of this life, because you only get one. Can I get a fork, yeah? Here's the scenario. You get to work, no time to leave for lunch. Your stomach starts to rumble. You get distracted. You feel incredibly lethargic all of a sudden. You start to yawn. So you chug a bunch of coffee or maybe grab an energy drink or two or three. You rub your eyes, desperation hits. You grab a bag of chips from the vending machine, then you reach into your desk drawer and fish out a bag of year-old Halloween candy you pillage from your kids, and then you proceed to go into a caffeinated sugar and salt coma in the middle of your manager's meeting, then fall face first right into your coworker's lunch. Or worse, maybe you just bite his head off and chew slowly. This, my friends, is called the hangry beast, and he emergeth and growls. Look out, she or he may just eat you alive. But seriously, how many of you can relate to this? You get that crazy food coma, or you get the coma because you need the food. It's one or the other. So how does this vicious cycle begin? Well, here's my thought. The ideal of the three square meals of day was just ingrained in us from day one, right? Three square meals a day. And snacks were something that would sabotage your diet and probably consisted of a lot of fried sugary stuff or something that you weren't supposed to eat, right? The idea of a snack was sabotage. But the real scenario plays out like this. You skip a meal, maybe you don't eat breakfast or lunch is just sort of this passing wave of, I wish I could step out, but I can't. And the snacking goes awry. That's the problem. The snacking goes awry and your hunger dominoes, just like a pack of rabid wolves, you know, that will do anything for survival. I mean, we're talking like picking off of the donut box at like three o'clock in the afternoon that's been there since 7 a.m. Fries, maybe some sort of other office meeting remnants. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. The foods that you know you're not supposed to be digging into, but the truth is you haven't balanced out your nutrition throughout the day, so willpower is out the window. And listen, willpower is not your wingman, never has been, never will be. So when it comes to good health, we need a better strategy. The truth is your body loves routine. And when it's in a good routine, it is on lock. It's working. It's humming. It's ticking. 
and it wants to know it will receive energy on a regular basis to operate, just like a car. If you let the tank run dry and you keep trying to drive, you'll probably have to hitch a ride home no matter where you are. It just won't go anymore. Plus, the truth is it takes a lot more energy to get it running and in tip-top shape again. And don't even think about giving it the cheap gas unless you want to gunk up the engine. All right? You get my thought. You get my analogy here. Your beautiful Lamborghini you know, humming engine, gorgeous sleek lines. And unless you want to gunk up the engine, put in a bunch of cheap gas. And that cheap gas is white flour, it's refined sweeteners, it's chemical additives, and it's processed food. And they are perfectly designed to gunk up your engine. There's nothing about them that will benefit you. So... What does this all mean? Food. It's fuel. Like at its base level, it's fuel. But it's so much more than that. It affects our mood. It affects our energy level. It's how we handle stress. It's how we can deal with relationships. It's our ability to sleep. And ultimately, it governs our decisions. That's how important every bite that you put into your body is. I saw that um, shirt. You've probably seen it too. The one that says, I'm sorry for what I said when I was hungry. I always think it should say hangry because it's that angry hunger that almost takes any ounce of understanding and common sense and throws it right out of your car window along with that crappy gas. So why does eating regularly seem like such an easy concept, but one that many people don't follow? Because we are not giving food priority in our go, go, go lives. And as someone that's been a health coach for a long time, I hear it constantly. I forgot to eat. I don't always have time to go grocery shopping. I'm on a diet, so I'm skipping lunch. The fact is your body needs you to prioritize this. It's really important. And eating regularly is really important. Not eating right will come back to bite you in the booty. You won't just gain fat. You'll, you'll also actually drag down your metabolism and your system. And just like that car, you will break down. Emotionally, physically, and sometimes mentally, because remember that fuel, that food is feeding your system. So you're not only encouraged to eat often when you choose the right combination of macronutrients. You've got protein, you've got slow burning carbohydrates and essential fatty acids, and you've got those smart add-ons the adaptogens that help you manage stress, you're drinking properly, you're hydrating properly, you are stoking your metabolic fire. And it helps you to actually burn more calories, even in your sleep. My philosophy is clean food plus smaller portions at regular intervals equals a higher metabolism. And if that doesn't sound like a license to eat, I don't know what else I could ask you to do. I'm asking you to eat 
more, but eat the right foods. Is it the cake? No. Is it the box of cookies? No. Is it the box of cereal that you bought for your kids when you probably weren't making such great decisions and maybe you were hangry? No. The strategy is clean food. The food that's fresh, the food that doesn't spoil, mostly the stuff that you find in the perimeter of the aisle at the grocery store. But hey, you can also find a lot of fresh foods right now, even cropping up in the frozen food section. I talk about this in my trend report for 2019. One of the exciting trends that we're seeing is what I call the frozen food redux. Used to be where the frozen food aisle was sort of relegated to like the ugly stepsister of the fresh food aisle. But it doesn't have to be that way anymore. In fact, you can usually find some pretty good options that are affordable. Just watch out for added sugar, added salt, and any added preservatives that really don't need to be in there. But I will tell you there's a lot of great stuff cropping up. So I'm asking you to eat more. I'm asking you to eat better quality food. And I'm asking you to do it regularly. When you skip meals, it tells your body to shut down. It is almost like saying, we are in a crisis. 911, hunker down, hold on to those calories, because I don't know when I'm going to be able to feed you again. Right? I mean, you're conserving energy. Your, your body's super smart. So it knows when to lock down. We don't want it to lock down. We want it to burn, baby, burn. So how do you avoid the hangry disease, the food 911, the emergency where food is the only thing that can save you? Here's my strategy. I always keep some clean shelf-stable snacks with me, and they're in my car, they're in my desk drawer at work, and yes, um, yeah, they're in my purse. And I'm one of those people who always has food in my purse. So please don't freak out if you're with me and I pull out a bag of cashews at any given moment. It doesn't make me weird. It makes me smart. It really does because I know myself and I know that if I'm stuck, I'm traveling, I'm going to a meeting, I need to function because I'm picking my kids up from school or I'm transporting something somewhere and I'm out on the road that I have nourishment at all times. So things like pre-portioned bags of mixed unsalted nuts or packets of nut butter or my favorite raw bars. I have this um, greens bar that I love and some raw bars from Garden of Life that I love. Maybe it's some jerky. Maybe it's some whole fruit like apples or pears or mandarin oranges that travel well. Those are my per-usuals, and they're always around because they're easy to have on hand. They travel well, they don't get spoiled easily, et cetera, et cetera. And I also usually have protein powder packets hanging around because, again, in a pinch, when the hunger pang sets in and I can't function, I can't think straight, I can always put that into my um, reusable water bottle. I have the blender bottle, little mixer in there, and I can add water and shake it, and it does fill me up. 
So meal ideas. Now, these are snacks that are going to help you in a pinch, but the truth is when you strategize around your meals and you make sure that you're getting your food prep done, and you know how important that food prep is, I talk about it constantly, then you keep that hunger beast from rearing its ugly head at all times. And here are some quick meal ideas that you can throw together that really don't even require cooking. I mean, in some cases, you're really just adding water. So here's an idea. You could take some nitrate-free turkey breast, roll it up with a little bit of arugula, maybe some sun-dried tomato spread or a little pesto, roll it up in a jicama tortilla. Yes, I said jicama. Jicama is my it veggie for 2019. It is really amazing, super versatile, and it's high in inulin. It's a soluble fiber that helps you feel fuller longer and helps to control blood sugar spikes. So it's great if you have some blood sugar issues. And the truth is most people do. You want to try and control your blood sugar at all times. Those tortillas are made by a company called Shika. It's spelled X-I-C-A. And I think they're a pretty genius substitute for refined carbs like the white flour tortillas that don't really lend too much nutrition to your body um, and are a great way to get more veggies into your mouth. So that's a great easy idea that doesn't require any cooking. Another idea for a quick meal is oatmeal. You know, I think oatmeal is really overlooked and it's one of the easiest things that you can make. You can take some quick cook old-fashioned oats, add some flax meal or chia seed or maybe a little bit of both. You can do some fresh fruit. I like to go low glycemic index with my fresh fruit, so I usually stick with berries. Add some blueberries or strawberries or blackberries or anything that you can get your hands on that's in season. And some unsweetened, maybe some nut milk. You could do coconut milk. You could do almond milk, hemp milk. Hey, any kind of milk your heart desires. You could even do some coconut water. Cook that up and a little oatmeal goes a long way. It's high in fiber. It's going to help you keep fuller longer. You see the trend here with the fiber? Yes, yes. Another idea that's super simple, again, no real cooking required, is sweet potato toast. I freaking love this stuff. And sweet potatoes are so good for your hormones, ladies, especially. Let's hear it for the ladies. Uh, take some sweet potato toast that you've already cooked that's pretty uh, soft already, not too, too soft, but cooked through. Slice it into planks and stick it in your toaster oven until it gets just a little toasty. Then you can add some avocado to the top or maybe a drizzle of something spicy. I like a little chili oil, maybe some colored sesame seeds, the gomazio, the black and white sesame seeds are so great, full of essential fatty acids. And maybe even just a little ghee. I mean, it can be simple, but the point is it's something warm in your system that's full of nutrients that's going to balance you out, especially when you top it with those essential fatty acids. Another idea is sushi stacks. Um, this is a recipe that I have in my new book that's coming out in 2019. It's called Eat Like You Give a Fork. And I love these sushi stacks because you're getting toasted seaweed into your 
into your everyday eating plan or at least into your eating plan. And seaweed is so good for you. It's got tons of trace minerals. And what I love about it too, is it helps to round out your palate. It's actually a strategy that's in my taste bud reset because it helps you learn how to appreciate greens and more of the bitter flavors in our profile and our flavor profiles. So take some little toasted seaweed squares. You can top it with forbidden black rice, which is another great single ingredient grain that's really good for controlling your blood sugar. Uh, it can, it's also the only um, rice that contains anthocyanins. So they're rich in antioxidants, great, great for your health. And you can top it with some slices of eat cleaner cleaned cucumber, y'all. Make sure you're cleaning your produce right. Maybe some daikon sprouts. And hey, add a little bit of protein. Add some a little bit of ahi pokey if you do the seafood. Um, and you've got something that's super nutritious and filling and smart. All of these meal ideas are really easy to put together. And they all, you know, what I love about these is they all balance you out with those nice balanced macronutrients. Um, you can even do something simpler. I mean, a protein shake, you know, with spinach and coconut water and some berries, almond butter with some sliced apples, maybe some homemade trail mix. I've got a great recipe for some trail mix in my book. Um, you can do nuts and dried cranberries as long as they're organic, please, because they don't add the ugly additives um, when you buy the organic dried fruit. And maybe some dark chocolate chips. It's okay to add a little bit of chocolate in there, especially if it's at least 70% or more dark chocolate with unsweetened cacao. Um, I also love having hummus on hand at all times with some cut up bell peppers, some jicama cucumber sticks, maybe some crunchy chickpeas. Again, that recipe is in the book. Um, all of these recipes and ideas are super satiating. And you can find all of these recipes and more in Eat Like You Give a Fork. It's got over 80 recipes and eight core strategies to help you feel and look your best. And guys, you will never, ever find yourself making the 911 emergency food call. It just takes a little bit of planning. And a little bit of planning goes a long way. It really does. I mean, this... This approach to eating has changed so many people's lives because you never find yourself in the fast food aisle because you never find yourself in an emergency situation. I hope you'll check out the new book, Eat Like You Give a Fork. It's now available on pre-order on Amazon. And if you order the book and enter your pre-order number into the link that I'm about to give you in the show notes, you're going to get access to my eight-week program for free. And it's going to help you maximize every strategy of the eight strategies in our small group. You'll get access to our live weekly webinars. You'll get access to really much more detail and breaking down each strategy so that you can implement it and get the most out of the book. I want you to use that book like your guidebook, like your living manual for life, like the car manual that you have in your car but the one that you're going to use every day. And you'll, again, find a link in the show notes, get the book, 
redeem the offer and get into the program. This is your license to join this program for free, but spaces are limited. So make sure that you take advantage of it and sign up now. I hope you enjoyed this episode on how to avoid the hangry disease. Make sure you check out all my other episodes and leave us, me, me, myself, and I am saying us, leave me a comment, would you? I love hearing from you. And if you do say something, hopefully something nice, come on, butter me up a little bit. Um, I'd love to mention you in one of my upcoming episodes. So until then, this is Recipes for Your Best Life. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I know you have a lot of choices out there of what to listen to, what to watch. So it means a lot to me that you're here with me. And hey, if you love this content, would you hit the subscribe button? I want you around. I don't want you to just show up for one episode and leave. I want you here, part of the conversation, a seat at this table. And while you're at it, would you share this with your friends and family? And if you take a screenshot and share it on your social media with a hashtag RFYBL for recipes for your best life, I'll make sure to personally give you a shout out and you may just be featured right here on the show. So until next time, here's to living deliciously and being the chef of your best life.